Blog Talk Radio. today welcome to the show thank you all for tuning in thank you for tuning in every week we're here every sunday 3 p.m it's just me and my producer stacy follow us at i am hollywood at hampton blue network blu on blue oh man what an eventful week let me tell you what we're gonna be talking about today though a bunch of shit happened in the in the news was hot in the blogs this particular story i don't really I thought I was like numb to this type of situation already, but I'm not. Another unarmed black man was killed at the hands of police, this time in Sacramento. We're talking about that. We're talking about uh, CBJ, Love and Hip Hop. He's heading to prison. I'm going to tell y'all why. Trey Songs, kind of heading to prison, but not really. But he was arrested for allegedly assaulting. A female, she tell you about that. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. sued for fifteen million dollars for something that he technically didn't do himself. And Snapchat lose millions after a distasteful ad, you could say, uh, featuring Rihanna and Chris Brown. I'm gonna tell you all about it. But at any point throughout the show, if you guys want to chime in, do so by calling us up at six four six. 716-8544 If you happen to be on the line already Just press numero uno And we'll bring you on But let's kick it off with the question of the day uh, This week's question of the day Is something we do every week And we read responses from the internet And also you guys can chime in at any time This week's question of the day is Pulling it up right now Is it wrong for a woman to not take her husband's last name. Now we all know the traditional situation when you get married, it's almost ninety eight point five percent of the time the woman takes the man's last name, but you got those occasional women who want to keep their last name for whatever reason, maybe business or you know, they may be a brand and they just want to keep it or for whatever reason, but is it wrong? For a woman to not take her uh, Husband's last name 
feel free to let us know. Um, I'll read responses throughout the show. Me personally, wrong. Um, I think I'm the wrong person to ask because I I don't know. Like I, I personally don't feel like marriage is even so as prevalent as it once was said to be. I don't think people are necessarily getting married as much these days. But is it wrong for a woman to not take her husband's last name? I feel like if you are going to get married, if you if you are going to take that step to join and make this union, I feel like you should take uh, your husband's last name. Or at least hyphen it. So if you are Jones and you... And his last name is uh, Smith Jones hyphen Smith or, or the other way around But you definitely should incorporate it In one way or another Don't just not take it at all If you are going to take that step To be married That's my, my personal opinion But we'll see what you guys think And I'll read responses throughout the show uh, Like I said So let's kick it off with what's hot in the blogs Let's talk about this Stephen Clark situation. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Can I okay. give a female perspective? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, sorry. For the question of the day. Um, yeah, marriage is, is definitely changing. Uh, some people, I guess, are opting not to get married, but a lot of that has to do with a variety of, of things. Um, a lot of it cultural, economic, et cetera. Um, but for the most part, people still are getting married. For the, you know, actually, the fact that I just had a friend who got married. But um, I would say when it comes to whether you should take someone's name, I think that's all kind of religious stuff and social constructs. I think that as human beings evolve, um, I think that it's really just up to the couple what makes them feel comfortable. And I think that's where we're headed in society. So whether it's right or wrong, I don't think it's either. It's really what 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 works for the couple. That's what I think. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um. So yeah, again, let us know what y'all think. That's my, my perspective and uh, our producer Stacy's perspective on it. Is it wrong for a woman to not take her husband's? Last name. That's our question of the day. But we're going to kick into these uh, what's hot in the blogs. So, Stephen Clark, 22 years old, a young man from Sacramento. And like I said, these stories, you, I thought anyway that I was kind of numb to them by now. It happens so much, and we feel the same way every time. And there's like some protests and Nothing really happens on the police end. They usually get death duty, or and then they go about their lives or whatever. And next, it, it dies down, and then a few weeks later, another one. Same vicious cycle. But I realized when I read this story and I watched the footage that I am actually not numb to it. Like, that shit really still hurts when you see it. Because it's kind of like, damn, like... That could be me. That could be my brothers. That could be my cousins. That could be any of my friends. And we are, as black men and black women, more uh, prone to getting killed by police, it seems. And this man, he, first off, the story goes where someone called 911 saying that somebody was breaking car windows in the area. All right, that's a crime, yeah, but it's not a crime that one gets killed over, and it's not even to say that Stephen Clark is the one that did it. But nonetheless, two cops show up. They are looking through backyards in the area of Sacramento, trying to find out because uh, they, the person on the 911 call said that they are now in people's backyards. So they, now they're going looking. They don't see him. There's a helicopter now because breaking people call windows in Sacramento is like murder. Apparently that they brought out the helicopter to look around people's backyards. They see someone like jumping over the fences um, in the backyard. 
They tell the cops on the ground where he is. They go. And it was a matter of less than five seconds. Clark was shot. Shot dead. The cops see him and immediately, without even identifying themselves, just said, show us your hands, gun, pop, 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 pop. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but 20 shots. They let off into this man in less than five seconds. Turns out it was a cell phone that Steven had in his hand. It took more than five minutes for them to even go check on him. And it wasn't until backup arrived that they even identified themselves as police. Not once. So even if Steven did it, let's just entertain that. Even if he did it, that's not the protocol, though. Or maybe it is the protocol. I never went to police academy. I don't know. Maybe it's. If they're black, shoot instantly and shoot the kill. I don't know. Maybe that's what they teach them. I don't know. But five five minutes go by. This man is laying there. Maybe he could have survived had they, like, immediately called for an ambulance or whatever. I don't know. But the backup arrives, and now they go, still, show us your hands. Show us your hands. My man, you just fired 20 shots. You still asking for him to show y'all his hands. That shit is just, it was just so crazy to see this footage. And now they like LAPD, I mean not LAPD, Sacramento uh, police, um, show us your hands. Five minutes go by, they go over, turn them over, see the cell phone. The cops were placed on like administrative leave or death duty, some bullshit, and it's being investigated. Now there's protests happening out in uh, Sacramento. And one point that I left out that makes this even worse, he was in his own backyard at this time, or his grandmother's backyard at the time when he was murdered. Let that sink in. It's crazy. So crazy. And it reminds me of the situation that happened here, um, that happened in New York with um, with Marley Graham, where he was murdered by police in the bathroom of his place. It's just like, it's crazy. Like I don't even I don't even know like Can't even really wrap my head around it But Like I mentioned earlier It seems to be a vicious cycle When Will it end Um so There was a basketball player Um that actually Offered to Uh Pay for uh Stephon Clark's uh, funeral. I'm trying to remember his name. I'm going to tell you in one sec, but he plays for uh, the Sacramento Kings. Um, DeMarcus Cousins. He offered to uh, pay for Stephen Clark's funeral. Um, But it's just nuts. We'll see what happens. I doubt anything happens in terms of real justice behind this. We hope some justice happens behind it like I don't even I can't even say better training because they claim to have done that they provided body cameras on these officers and that still doesn't even change anything because they're still getting off the same way they got off when there wasn't body cameras I don't know it's nuts but rest in peace to uh, Stephen Clark um, my condolences goes out to his family uh, But we're going to move on To a different uh, subject Changing topics To uh, Weinstein Harvey Weinstein He's been in the news for weeks Months actually 
I don't even know where this guy's at right now, but his whole company is kind of crumbling. And just recently, actually, uh, I don't know if they officially went bankrupt or they just filed for bankrupt. They filed for bankrupt, actually. But what this means for the hundreds of women who were victim to Weinstein, who he had signed NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, and this is how he was able to keep these secrets for all these years. He had these women sign non-disclosure agreements, so basically they couldn't talk about anything that, that happened between them. With his company filing for bankruptcy, it revokes all of those non-disclosure agreements. So, I think the floodgates are about to open, because now that these NDAs are Null and void These women If they want Can now speak And add on to the many women Who already came out against Weinstein So Shit probably about to get a little more real For Weinstein In the next few weeks Yikes uh, Let's move on to Stevie J Love and Hip Hop this guy, we spoke about this, I want to say, last year sometime. Uh, we spoke about Stevie J. Owen. Let me get this number right. It was millions. Uh, 1.3 million is the last number I read that he owed in back child support. My man. Like, oh, man. Like, how does it even add up to that point? Right? Like, because... I know people who are on child support. I know people who are getting their whole checks garnished. I know niggas who ain't even going to work because they don't want their checks garnished for child support. Yet someone like Stevie J, who's in the public front light, they know he's getting money from loving hip hop, from producing, whatever. And yet $1.3 million goes by. No garnish wages To the point where he now is facing jail Not even facing He's legit going in He has to turn himself in By April 10th For failure to pay child support So crazy He pled guilty uh, last year In February And he was given three years probation and that probation would have been shorter had he paid off the 1.3 million in that time, but apparently he hasn't. I guess that means he hasn't made any payments on it at all for the fact that he now has to turn himself in. But that's nuts, right? Like, like you can't set up a payment arrangement. Like, there's no like payment, like no agreements, like. To avoid jail There's no saying how long he'll have to do But April 10th Stevie J will have to turn himself in For uh Failure to pay child support Maybe it'll all be documented on Love and Hip Hop If he's even still on that show I haven't watched in, in like three seasons But Love and Hip Hop Atlanta I know Jocelyn is not on anymore And they replaced her with uh, Erica Mena Who used to be on Love and Hip Hop New York but if he's still on that show, maybe this all will play out on there as a part of the uh, storyline. We'll see how that goes. Uh, once again, at any point, if you guys want to chime in on anything I'm talking about, call us up 646-716-8544 or press 1 if you happen to be on the line already. And we'll bring you on. Uh, let's move on to Trey Songs. Trigger, who's arrested. For allegedly assaulting a female friend, I don't know if you call her a friend, but yeah, um, he's accused of punching, choking her at his house in uh, Hollywood, in the Hollywood Hills. It's all alleged, but yeah, so she cl- claims that he he attacked her one Saturday morning after a party or something, and. She says that they were friends for years And She says that Trey Stones became enraged When she began talking to one of his Other friends I guess one of his other uh, guy friends 
and he called her names allegedly, choked her, and she claims repeatedly punched her in the face. She says several people were present and no one helped her. Uh, she said when she took out her phone to call an Uber to get out of there, he threw her phone off a cliff to prevent her from leaving. She took out a second phone. He threw that off the cliff as well. <laughs> According to her. That's crazy. And guess who's on the case? Who always is on the case? Lisa Bloom. She's always there. Anytime there's a female in distress, count on Lisa Bloom to be there. She did a press conference with the young lady. And she is saying that I guess the reason why she took on this case. I have my own theories on why she took the case, but she says the reason she took the case is because there are several people, she said, females and males, who have credible stories of Trey Songs assaulting them. Yikes. So she took this on, and we'll see what happens with it. But I think Lisa Bloom wants a reality show or something. I don't know. Like, like she's always there and, and I don't really follow Once we talk about these stories here And we kind of like It kind of like goes away I don't even think about it If it happened to pop up, pop up in my radar again I'll, I'll see it But I don't even know If she's winning these cases That she's taking on I don't know Stacey maybe you know Like is she Is it even credible anymore To have Lisa Bloom like as on your side, like is she winning these things or is it like the saturation at this point? That I, I I don't know. I mean, from what I understand, like Lisa Bloom, there's probably an element of her firm that is all about the publicity, or obviously, but she apparently handles a lot of cases that aren't high, high profile and tends to win. A lot, so I think she's a good lawyer, but I agree, you know, she doesn't have the best credibility at this point. <laughs> she ignore her mother, but you know, because it just looks like they kind of follow the story. But, right. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, just count on Lisa Bloom to be on the case. I won't be surprised if it's a reality show if she comes out with like a reality show or something. Like, seems like she wants to be like a celebrity in a sense. Um, uh, someone who may want to hire Lisa, but I don't really see her representing men too much. It seems like she's like um, she's always representing women, but I don't know. I could be wrong. But Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ, he's being sued right now for $15 million for something that he didn't do. Like, in no way, shape, or form. Let me tell you about it. This guy who was at one of uh, Odell's parties, his name is Ishmael Temple. He believes Odell should be held financially responsible because Odell's bodyguard snuffed him and knocked him out. And not even at the hands of Odell. You know how these bodyguards and handlers can be sometimes. They get a little aggressive when people get too close to the celebrities. And I've seen some of them throw niggas off the stage, like, at concerts. Um... And a lot of times, the celebrities even would check their bodyguards like, yo, 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 like you ain't got to do that much. Sometimes, I guess they, they're working hard for the money. <laughs> but in this case, the guy says that he entered the party. He said he began making his rounds, uh, shaking people's hands and stuff. He said he offered a handshake to Beckham's bodyguard, at which point he says that the bodyguard Charles Prayer, he said he produced a firearm and pointed it at him, saying, I bet you never been shot before. And when I first read that, I'm like, I don't know, something, something missing. There's a little section, because 
I think he left something out because you just going around the party saying what up to people, and then you get to him, he immediately pulls out a gun and say, "I bet you've never been shot before." Like that's weird. So he said Beckham pulled him aside. Um, no, he he said he actually pulled Odell to the side and told him about the confrontation. He said Beckham laughed it off, and they returned to the party. Twenty minutes later, he said he's leaving now. And the same bodyguard and another person now comes up to him, ambush him from behind. He said he blacked out, only to wake up. The kicks in his face as he returns to consciousness. Like I don't know, this, this, I still feel like something's missing. Like I guess maybe he has some history. If he's at Odell's party, he must know Odell, and maybe he's been at another party in another time, or maybe he was talking crazy on the Instagram comments. I don't know where this come from, but just to straight have a gun pulled out on you, and you just saying what up, and then 20 minutes later, you're leaving, and now you're getting knocked out and kicked, kicked in the face, something's missing. It's one of those situations, you know how it is when people's telling stories. Especially stories of disagreements with people They always tell it like kind of one-sided They never really say what they do In situations, they always just say What happened and what the other person did No one ever says what they said What they did Because something is missing here There's some dots that's missing I'm trying to connect but There's some dots that's missing But uh, This guy Temple Ishmael said that he was Forced to spend $18,000 To repair his broken teeth And says that his career will be Sabotaged by um, Odell Beckham's people Because now he's come forward with the story And so Now he's suing And wanting to get this $15 million From Odell Should Odell be held responsible Is it my fault That my bodyguard knocked you out Is it because You was in my house I don't know. I personally don't think Odell should be responsible. Like, like, I don't know. That's like if someone works for Macy's and they get beat up by a Macy's staffer. I could sue Macy's? Like, because it happened in Macy's store by a Macy's employee, I can sue Macy's? Is that how this is set up? Stacy, you're a lawyer. Can I do that? Is is Odell should Odell be held responsible because it happened in his house, even though he had nothing to do with it, it wasn't even near it. Yeah, I'm not per se like a personal injury lawyer per se, so I can't you know, in every state to be different, but I would say that yeah, a lot of people do that all the time. <laughs> I mean that's pretty uh that that that's um you know, you, you go where the money is. Uh, in fact, with your example with Macy's, yeah, people would sue Macy's because it's like this is your your employee, you know. So you, you you're held responsible, and that could possibly be the reasoning behind, you know, with the with Odell. But you know, what well, stick is really the the question. Like, and furthermore, fifteen million is that really the damages? You know what I mean? So. There's a lot of questions to it, but yeah, that's why you got to be careful who you allow in your house. <laughs> Jeez, you right? Like, <laughs> word. Yeah, no. But I mean, like I say, I don't, I don't know all the facts, you know, too specifically. But I do know that there have been plenty of cases where people definitely go where the money is, and they will sue the person where they like if, if someone fell in your house. You know, <laughs> they'll sue you for that. Or you know, there's examples of that. So it is what it is. Crazy. Nuts. So um, Odell's people. I don't know if this is from his lawyers or whatever, but they uh, released a statement and said that Ishmael Temple has expressly acknowledged in his own lawsuit that Odell Beckham Jr. never once touched him, and yet. Mr. Beckham is being sued for an alleged altercation that definitely did not involve him at all. We'll see if he if he gets this money, but 
I think it's safe to say he won't be invited to the next party. But I say, though, a lot of these bodyguards, y'all got to chill out, though. Like, y'all be doing a little too much, a little too much. Like, I get it. But if if the person you're protecting isn't in, like, some serious danger, immediate danger, the excessiveness of y'all reactions be unwarranted. It's too much sometimes. I just seen this video the other day of uh, the game. He was in the U.K. or somewhere across the season. Um, he was doing a show. He invited a bunch of people on stage. They all up there chilling, and this one guy comes with his phone out because that's what we all do these days, and he's trying to get, like, a, a selfie video. He probably was trying to put uh, the game on his Snapchat or something. I don't know. And as soon as he pulled out the phone and went to walk towards the game, the game pushed him back, like, yo, like, which is granted, get out of my, my personal space. He pushed him back. Here comes the bodyguard. Literally came, grabbed the guy with two hands at the collar like a little rat and just threw him off the stage. Like, was that really necessary? The game already, like, pushed him back. All right, you want him to get off the stage? Get, let him get off the stage. But the fact that you grabbed him and literally tossed him off the stage like a rag doll, bruh, a little too much. Won't be surprised if he pull out a lawsuit in a few days behind that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, bodyguards got to chill. Just a little bit. Uh, I want to play a song real quick. Let's get into uh, We Out. We played Lupita Nyong'o at the start of the show. Let's get into We Out. This is another song off of my mixtape, Mevum, that you can download for free, 99, right now at IamHollywood.com, H-O-L-L-I-E-W-O-O-D. When we come back, we're talking about uh, Snapchat how they lost millions after this ad they put out featuring Rihanna and Chris Brown and United paid a passenger $10,000 to give up a seat on an oversold flight. <laughs> I just, I want to be the guy. I want to I want to get that bread, but um and what blows mine? All right after this. This is we out Hollywood and Friends Hampton Blue Radio. We'll be right back. I peeped you away from overhead, watch you sipping on that velvet there, wonder what you thinking, dear. I wonder if she thinking clear, should I wait until she's sober just to make it fair? But um, once that beat separate, I'm bum, and that dress got me looking at your bum bum. Where I'm from, there's no way that I can shake it, body all amazing, got a nigga singing. It's getting kind of late in here, in here, babe. I had a real rough long week, all week, babe. These drinks are getting low, getting low, babe. I think it's time to go, to go. Just met, but you should be my darling. I'm falling, life's too short to be stalling. Skip all the numbers in the calling. Just whip them out like New Orleans. Marty Brown. The cold check is by the door You know I don't want to wait no more There's no need to get emotional Just live a little Just give me the word and we out We out Check it by the door. Check it by you the know, door. I don't wanna wait no more. I don't wanna wait no more. 
the word and we out, we out, babe. Just give me the word and we out, we out, babe. Just give me the word and we out, we out of here, babe. Just give me the word and we out, oh, we out. Hollywood flying solo today with my producer Stacy. Follow us at I Am Hollywood and at Hampton Blue Network. That was we out. Free download I Am featuring Rich McMichael. Uh, let's get this show going. Uh, Snapchat loses millions over this ad they put up featuring uh, Rihanna and Chris Brown. So the ad basically featured um I don't even know if it was a game. I think I heard it was a game, but nonetheless it said would you rather the options were slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown. Now we all know what happened a few years ago between Rihanna and Chris Brown and this was not a coincidence that them two would be paired up. They could have put anybody at a, as a would you rather. Even if they said slap and punch, they could have put any other celebrity. The fact that they put Rihanna Chris Brown is like the correlation is obvious. So Rihanna, when she'd seen it, she immediately slammed Instagram. She put up this uh, story post and she said, uh, I'm going to read it. Now, Snapchat, I know you already know you ain't my fave app out there, but I'm just trying to figure out what's the point, what the point was with this mess. I love to call it ignorance, but I know you ain't that dumb. You spend money to animate something that would intentionally bring shame to domestic violence victims and made a joke of it. This isn't about my personal feelings because I don't have much of them, but all the women children and men that have been victims of domestic violence in the past and especially the ones who haven't made it out yet. You let us down. Shame on you. Throw the whole app away. And apparently that tweet worked in a sense. I don't know exactly how many of her fans or how many people who are domestic violence victims who wasn't feeling this actually left the app. But Snapchat took a big hit, a big hit, to the cost of about six hundred and fifty million, down nearly four percent. Actually, it erased nearly eight hundred million is what's being reported from the company's market value. I don't know how much they were worth prior, but eight hundred million is a lot. A representative for the company actually released a statement, and they said. This advertisement is disgusting And never should have appeared on our service We are so sorry We made the terrible mistake Of allowing it through our review process We are investigating now No, we are investigating How that happens so we can make sure It never happens again Yikes Um, 
once again, for anybody listening at any point, if you guys want to chime in on this story or anything else, uh, press one and we'll bring you on. But um, snap. Now, I, I will say this, though, when it comes to the whole putting up ads, anybody, well, I don't know about ads, but I know for they have these filters, these slides that you can put up, like let's just say you're having an event or party, you can create your own little filter and you it got to be certain dimensions it has certain things that it can't have on it it can't be like pictures it can't be promoting a brand or anything and you submit it and within minutes snapchat replies back i've done it before and they've actually rejected something that i submitted before they said oh it can't feature this i had to edit it and submit it again and then they approved it so it's definitely going through a person. Someone's actually looking at this and giving okay for it to go on or not. And they thought this was okay. It's clearly not okay. 800 million not okay. So yikes. I don't know. I, I, I use Snapchat, but not as much as I used to. Um, I don't know if you guys still use Snapchat. Did you stop using it, following this? I don't know. I don't know if uh, people are ready to give up those dog ears <laughs> just yet. Not everybody anyway, but it definitely took a big hit. So uh, do better, as they would say. Uh, let's move on Last but not least, before we get into what blows my United Airlines, they've been in the news a lot lately. They've been fucking up a whole lot. From killing dogs, to shipping dogs to wrong places, to dragging people off the plane. United been doing the most. But in this case, I wouldn't mind being this passenger. Because they gave this woman $10,000, well, a voucher for $10,000 to give up her seat on an oversold flight. Yeah, so imagine this, right? You go through the TSA, long-ass TSA line, you check your bags and all that, you get to the gate. And I've had this happen to me before where I was at the gate and they was like, this flight is oversold. Um, if anyone is willing to give up their seats, um, I forget what they would give them. They they gave something, a voucher for how much ever. And sometimes if niggas not in a rush, they'll take it. Like, all right, I'll take that. I'll take my flight tomorrow. Give me that voucher. And they'll dip. In this case, no one wanted to give up their seat. Like, everybody was ready to go. No one wanted to give up their seat. And when that happens, they usually go to whoever paid the lowest amount for their seat on that particular flight. Lucky you, you're getting bumped. You're getting kicked off, dragged off, whatever United does. If you pay the lowest for your seat, um, you're the one. So in this case, this DC woman, she was the... We can slick. Not any stuff. She was the lowest person, so they came to her. And at first, I, I think they offered her a $2,000 voucher. She wasn't really with it. She was not with it. Um, they were about to write her a check, an actual check for $650 that she can use anywhere, not even just for United. Nah. I don't want that. I'm trying to get home or wherever she was going. And last but not least, they offer her a $10,000 voucher and a seat on the next plane. Of course, she took that. Who wouldn't? And, yeah, she tweeted about the whole thing. And she was she was happy in the end to have that voucher because she about to fly free for, like, the next few months could be the next year or so depending how often she fly but ten thousand dollars that's a lot one time my flight was canceled 
they offered us like a voucher to get food because the next flight wasn't until like the following morning so everybody was about to spend the night in the airport they offered us a voucher to get uh it was like a ten dollar or fifteen dollar voucher to get food in the airport and y'all know how expensive airport food is i probably got like a slice i can't even remember if i got a drink too but that's what they offered us <laughs> in this case it wasn't no ten thousand dollars but that's what's up kick me off give me that ten thousand but yeah let they announced this last year actually that they raised the um offer up to ten thousand dollars for passengers to give up their seat on the overbook fight and this is i think the first time they actually had to uh make do on this uh new offer all i know is united not looking too good for y'all out here um yeah i think i would rather do like frontier airlines or spirit which is like known to be the worst airline (laughs) ever um before taking a chance on united I've been doing the most lately Do better But let's get into what blows minds This is the part of the show We say what gets under our skin Works our nerves You guys are welcome to chime in Call us up right now 646-716-8544 Or press 1 if you happen to be in the line already Stacy, let's get that theme music popping It's under my skin, what irks my nerves, what have you saying, bruh? Really? 646-716-8544 is the number to call or press 1 if you happen to be on the line already. What gets under your skin? Uh, For me, what happened? Um, Ticketmaster. The fees that Ticketmaster charge for concert tickets blows mine. You you trying to go to a show, you pull up the seat, it says it's going to cost $200. By the time you get to the checkout window, that shit is like $250. Like, why? What are y'all doing? What, what are these fees for? Is it like to maintain the website? Is it to clean the seats at the arena? Like, what is this for? I feel like how Cardi B was feeling about her taxes. She posted this video recently where she was, like, blacking about, like, they took, like, 40% out of her uh, money. And she's like, where's my, where's my tax money going? Like, I want to know, where's these fees going? Crazy. It, it really would deter you from buying a, a, a ticket. Like, let me go to the lower price one, because... By the time these fees, it'll be at the cost of the next level seats. Ticketmaster fees blow mine. What else? Uh, movie uh, theaters who no who don't have reserved seating. Like, bruh, it's 2018. Why am I still looking for a seat in the theater? No one does that. I feel like almost every theater has reserved seating by now except Brooklyn, which is where I live. Like, Come on, son. Get with it. I legit had to look for a seat in the theater the other day. I'm like, what is this, 1999? Like, you know, you got to show up like 20 minutes, 30 minutes earlier just to, like, make sure you get a good seat. Looking through the darkness. Then you see a seat. Go up to it. Somebody's also on sitting here. Like, the reserve seating was the best thing the theater people ever did. You book your seat from miles away. You could show up after the credits. You know your seat is going to be right there nicely and waiting for you. Brooklyn, come on. 
do better. Um, I think that's all I got. Uh, that's all I'm mad about this week. Um, I think I got a response for this question of the day, though. But again, if any of you have anything uh, that blows yours, let me know. Uh, on Instagram, for our question of the day, is it wrong for a woman to not take her husband's last name? Uh, at the dick of Jesus says, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong. I don't see nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Little, little. So, yeah. We're going to get ready to wrap this thing on up. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, in the meantime, in the between time, to, before I see if anyone else has anything that blows theirs or any more responses to the question of the day, follow us. Actually, like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com is the email. You can send us anything, music, events, nudes. No, I'm joking. Uh, follow me at I am Hollywood. H-O-L-L-I-E-W-O-O-D on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on Snapchat is I am Hollywood NY. Follow our producer Stacy at Hampton Blue and at Hampton Blue Network. B-L-U is how you spell blue on that. That's it. Nasi. We'll be back next week with Judy Black. And thank you for tuning in. We out. We out. Hallelujah.